Welcome everyone. Uh, another week passed and we are again here with the present show. I'm really happy to be here with all of you. Uh, and also finally we have Mindful Pad that we didn't have last week. So hi Mindful Pad. Yeah. Happy Mindful Day to you as well. And our guest of today that is uh, Jerome here with us. Hi Jerome. Welcome to the present show. Thank you for being here. Uh, a little presentation about Jerome. Jerome is uh, uh, an IBMer, is an executive and uh, he is a uh, passionate for mindfulness and he has a particular story very rich in content and experiences and he uh, he will tell it something about it to us so jerome anything i didn't say about you present yourself please and let's move on to with your you know beginning to um, your mindful journey yeah perhaps one thing is you might want to disclose the fact that if the audience doesn't understand me it's not because of them it's because of my accent but <laughs> otherwise we're good Okay, okay, okay. So uh, you are located in, in France, right? I am actually French, you're right, but I am located in the US. In the US, okay. East Coast, I'm uh, in Cambridge next to Boston. Okay, in the East Coast, cool. And uh, from the East Coast, um, so what, what interesting thing, I, I read your story. I will post in, below in the comments after when in the, with the replay, actually, your, your website and information about you. The interesting thing is that you traveled the world, right? So you are from an experience where you were moving here and there and you had, uh, so you, you speak multiple languages, but also, you know, not only... Uh, your past but also your present was in different locations like your friends and now you're in the us so um can you tell us about it a little bit more and how this is related with mindfulness okay um i don't know the relationship immediately but i think what we can talk about is it's true i have lived and moved over 30 times mm -hmm. in my life and mm -hmm. i'm not 65 yet right um and um and I was born in France. I moved in the Polynesian islands. I lived there until I was eight on a few islands. Then I moved to South America. We moved back to France. I moved in different places of France, in Germany, in England. I've lived in Dubai. My son was born in Dubai. My daughter was born in Connecticut in the US. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've lived around. And the connection perhaps with mindfulness is you need to be able to rela relate to your environment. Mm -hmm. I'm one firm believer that everything is interconnected, not just the elements in their architecture and the universe with you know, Earth, but also we are an element of that big interconnection. So when you're in a different country, you have to be able to connect with that new environment and the culture with that so yes moving 30 times um, plus has probably helped me be able to listen in and observe and be more desired to connect with one another mm -hmm. and when did you first hear about the the mindfulness concept uh, so i the mindfulness concept is not necessarily something I heard with the name of mindfulness, but when I was, when I moved to France at the age of 10, it was difficult for me as a young child to adjust to the environment because I came from this environment where I had a monkey, I had seven turtles, a parrot. I was living in the jungle 
uh, I mean, the Amazonian forest, if you want, and coming mm -hmm. to a place which was more civilized, had a different heritage, was difficult for me. So I had to adjust to that. And uh, I landed myself into books that were talking about, I mean, psychology books, mm -hmm. and were basically connecting your mind to your body, to your environment. So it was not necessarily labeled mindfulness, but I think it started around that age. And later on, when I moved to the to England, I started to uh, discover the Dalai Lama and the Enlightenment of Buddha. And I think that started more then. Uh, not that it's religious at all. I, I, I just want to preface that. Uh, mindfulness and religions to me are two different things. Mm -hmm. um, might be combined, but I think it started around that time. Does it answer your question? Yes, very much. So, and, and now, and now, also from so I understood. I also like what you I see on the background. You have like a nice place where you can rest, right? Maybe My you hammock. can do like <laughs> some kind of mindful amak is called. Okay, like a mindful meditation, like the laying down, right? But then the interesting thing is you you brought it also into your um, you know business environment, right? So you are a, a businessman in this case, and so how do you find the benefits in, in for for you not only as executive but also for your team for leadership? So I think I think first you need to be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Because somebody else is already wearing the other suit, so you have to wear your own. You need to be yourself and be authentic. So if it means that you will be a little bit off norm, mm -hmm. that's okay as long as you feel comfortable with that. And when you can display this level of comfort within your own scheme, even though you might have your own challenges, because I think everybody is trying to understand what's the purpose of life and where we are going. But as long as you're comfortable with your, within your own skin, then you can influence others to also be comfortable with the, within their own skills and, and skins and understand that our differences are actually a bridge to our similitudes. Mm -hmm. So why am I going this direction is, well, yes, it's okay for you to go and lay out, lay down on the hammock. It's okay for you to come with flip-flops if this is who you are, as long as you are non-judgmental to your environment, you just absorb your environment. And being an executive at IBM is a big responsibility, like it is in other companies, because you have to be a role model. But I am not, um, I'm not willing to compromise who I am in order to project an image that will fit a model. You have to be yourself and then on, as long as it aligns with the value of the environment you're in, Everything is fair play. And, and when it comes to, because uh, what I'm seeing is you're also some of your works related to cognitive and in data. Does that tie in in any respect to, to mindfulness? Is there any discussions or ideas about making artificial intelligence or cognitive platforms more, more mindful or more aware of, of their surroundings themselves? You know, I, I don't know if we're there yet, um, but it's interesting. I was at an event uh, for the Fortune 500 Chief Procurement Officers and Chief uh, Sourcing Officers in San Diego a couple of weeks ago. And I was there to talk about um, Watson and, um, and cloud. 
And um, the message I delivered there was the same message I delivered actually on Friday with a French governmental delegation that was here in, uh, in Boston to talk about the um, rays of artificial intelligence and the impact on our humankind. Mm -hmm. And while I don't know that our artificial intelligence is already at the level of mindfulness, what I was telling them is you can apply artificial, artificial intelligence within your APIs, within your applications, within your tools, in order to help people raise their emotional intelligence or their mindfulness. Why? Because today, like for instance, at, at IBM, what we have is we have this ACE app that helps you provide feedback to one another. Well, within this application, you have some artificial intelligence that has been applied so that when somebody is about to hit the send button for the feedback, you have right there this tone analyzer and it analyzes the emotional intelligence you're projecting. So is your feedback really taking into consideration the purpose you have or the impact you want to have. So to answer your question um, in a different way, I think we're really at this level where artificial intelligence is really more about augmented intelligence. How do you can help mm -hmm. human being to be more present, to be more acknowledging about his environment and to have a higher impact by leveraging these capabilities that we are investing into um, those cognitive systems. Excellent, excellent. So that we could uh, have like, is not the cognitive that is becoming, is more mindful as such, but is together with humans that is for us to, uh, you know, get augmented powers for feeling better awareness. Yes, because how often is it that we are so pressed by challenges that we forget to check within ourselves where we are, what is our mindset? Are we in a point where we can really engage and have the highest impact and therefore the highest influence on others? Mm -hmm. And if you have this augmented intelligence that helps you translate where you are and augment what it is that you're going to deliver, I think it's win-win. Mm -hmm. I think it's win-win because not everybody, unfortunately, it at it is at this level of self-introspection in order to have a higher impact with others. So I think it's really, it could be a good, a good complement. Excellent. And uh, as we're coming to, to the end, and, and we at, usually at the end we have the moment, I wanted you to, to share with the audience and, and with us the, the story that, that you told us earlier about how uh, the power of mindfulness when it comes to healing, when it comes to introspective and why it's, why it's important for you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So actually I think I've been in several situations facing, facing deaths when I was a child several times. And recently in May, I had all the symptoms of a stroke and I was sent to the hospital and they were trying to analyze what it was and they realized it was not a stroke, it was a meningitis. And then there was an inflammation of the seventh nerve and I had a complete uh, Bell's palsy that navigated from one side to the next. Anyways, the immune system specialist, the neurologist looking at my case were saying that it would take six to nine months to recover perhaps 60 to 90% of everything. Mm -hmm. But after five days being there, 
And uh, not feeling that I could do anything more there, I asked to be released and go home so that I could do what I like to do, even though my face looked like a Picasso painting. Um, I wanted to go run. I wanted to go in the park behind in the forest and sit on a rock and overlook at the lake and, and reconnect with myself and the elements because I really believe in the power of the energy of the interconnection of the elements. Mm. And to me, the way I regenerate, the way I, I really rebuild myself is not by necessarily being surrounded by all the people around us is just being with myself and being connected with, with the nature. I need to be with the trees. I need to be with the rocks and the lake and I need to be with the elements. That's, that's, who I am and that's how I reconstruct myself and that's how I feel at peace. Yeah. So the, the and that's a way for so this to get energy in to you just finding your own environment. So that's a good thing that if somebody's looking for a better way to you know find their own concentration and a mindful minute and so on, they could actually try and look for that place they really feel good with it. Everybody is different and yeah. everyone needs to understand what fuels their energy. And the only way I can give and give and give and give is by having the ability to also replenish my energy. Yeah. And connecting it to cognitive uh, part, I was uh, one week ago in a, in a big event here and there were people with uh, virtual reality heads and uh, and I was actually feeling a completely different place, even by just sitting and having people looking at me and because the VR was so realistic around. So, you know, wait for it that in a while we will probably be able to find our forest within our home just with a bit of help from computers. But who knows? So it's time for a mindful minute, Pat. What would you suggest? So I suggest for us to, to build on, on what was said and sit back or, or stand or lay down or wherever you're at right now if you're out in the forest great if you're in the office that's fine as well uh, close your eyes keep them open and just reconnect with yourself give yourself the next minute to to just be yeah to think about what you need to think about to get deeper to analyze everything and, and I'll, I'll shut up now so you can just be Excellent. I love the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so this will uh, close us our mindful time of this week. So thank you a lot, Jerome, for sharing. I think your stories and uh, your experiences such is very, you know, 
um, fascinating and gives a lot for who actually thinks about you know who has those just looking for those answers into mindfulness uh, you know the journey we are sharing every week thank you a lot mindful part for being here thank you also for the folks that are watching airplay and also watching us live now hello to everyone and see you in a week